0: action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with nsclivetv.com. That's No Signal Comics. nsclivetv.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of nsclivetv.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, slurds. Welcome back to the Church to Comics podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is the 208th episode, I do believe. Ah, yeah, this week I'm talking about FOCs in this pull list priorities. The FOCs for the 13th, due on the 13th, as well as the comics that are releasing on Wednesday, the 15th of July, 2020. So, um, yeah, man, this is, uh, is going to be fun. Informative in the very least, I don't know. I can't guarantee fun, but I will guarantee you factual information pertaining to the releases of comic books coming out on the 15th, and in the near future. Uh, carry on. <laughs> let's, let's do this. Vault Comics. Vault Comics. Sorry, I'm, 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 I might be ha- my brain might be having a heat stroke right now is what's going on. It's easily 236 degrees in this fucking studio. So, <laughs> Vault Comics. Finger Guns, number four. We've got two covers to choose from there. Well, I'm a Southern. Uh, Heathen, number 12. Don't know what Heathen is. Only because I haven't read it. Sounds good, though. I, remember, I do know that every time I read a description on Heathen, I'm like, why am I not reading that? Uh, Money Shot, number seven. Ew, eh. Uh, hard to believe this book's actually going further than... Uh, Five or six issues, and that's not uh, anything to do with the quality. It's just, I mean, how long could this story be? But apparently long enough. I read the first issue, and I was blown away. It's it's scientists boning in space to make money on camera for money. Ooh, Vampire the Masquerade. Number one. Looks like there's four covers to choose from there. That looks very, very, uh, the, the cover A reminds me very much of a Sandman type of vibe to it, the cover. And then there's three other covers beyond that. There's a B, a C, and a D. Ah, uh, there's a David Matt cover, and then there's a foil David Matt cover. Interesting. That's Vault Comics. Let's scoot on up to Oni. Uh, Ernie Press Incorporated. We have Agretsuko. Yeah, two covers to choose from on issue number five there, and then we've got Backtrack number five. Just one cover on that from Oni Press, and then we've got a Rick and Morty. Uh, I believe this is a probably just a one-shot uh, mini at best, I would imagine. But the fact, if they do a an ongoing of Bird Person from Rick and Morty, I'm, gonna, mm-hmm, I'm stoked. Birdperson is easily my favorite character in the Rick and Morty universe. I haven't watched Rick and Morty in a while, though. Uh, But, yeah, I'm sure if I went back, Birdperson would still be my favorite. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. It's a present, so I'm sure it's just a one-shot. But it'll be ordered by moi. And there's two covers to choose from there. Um, Is that supposed to be? I don't know what that... It doesn't even... I don't know what's going on there. It's like anime kind of I don't like that anyway moving on we've got aftershock aftershock comics just one from aftershock we've got disaster Inc. number two from Joe Harris and Sebastian Perez 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 p-i-r-i-z I don't know Perez so uh, yeah I don't know what the, 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 the disaster Inc. is so but for those of you that are interested number two Got to order it by Monday. Uh, Action Lab, danger zone. We've got Sweetheart number three. Sweetheart is just awesome, man. It really is. Sweetheart is awesome. I had the opportunity to read number two digitally, because this is actually a digital first book. So this is the only book that I got and read digitally in the quarantine during the stoppage. But that only has to do with my media credentials and my abilities to, you know, read books ahead of time. So, there you go. Um, I'm loving the shit out of Sweetheart. Uh, with that being said, I don't have a physical copy of number two. I will have a physical copy of number three, though. And we've got a bunch of... Mm, zombie tramp. Uh, moving along. Boom. Boom Studios, we've got Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number 16. One, two, three covers to choose from there. And it also looks like Buffy the Vampire Slayer Willow, number one, went into a second printing as well. I don't often shout out the second printings, but yeah. Uh, let's see, we've got a Jim Henson Storyteller Ghost number four of the four-part miniseries, so that weird pup tier uh, three. Two cover, or three covers total. One of them being an exclusive FOC cover. Now, if you're new to the podcast, or uh, maybe you're just new to collecting, you're not familiar with the term FOC. That is final order cutoff. Final order cutoff determines, um, really, essentially, the amount of books that end up getting printed. You know, while you're ordering, while the shops are ordering these books, they haven't necessarily been um, uh, printed yet. That's, that's why they, you know, there's a due date, and that's what the final order cutoff date is. And that determines, yeah, how many books get printed. So, with that being said, that's FOC, but there's also perks to, you know, it's not just a matter of making sure you get your copy, but you also get copies that wouldn't be available unless you did order it pre-FOC. And Jen Henson's Storyteller Ghost Number 4 is proof in one of those books. Um, yeah boom boom often does foc variants uh, and they're doing another one here uh, with king of nowhere number four of five there's uh, three covers to choose from on this but one of which an foc variant uh, which I will be ordering that one for shout oh more foc variants from boom we've got a number one though we've got seven secrets number one we've got a main cover a spoiler cover and an FOC variant. Now, anything that Tom Taylor and Danielle DiNicuolo are going to team up and do, I mean, this is... <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to describe my excitement for this book without any knowledge of what it's about in any way, shape, or form. Just purely based off of uh, the talent writing it and drawing it. That's That's... Come on. Come on. So, seven secrets, number one. So, what's this say? For fans of Once and Future and Undiscovered Country comes an all-new original series from number one... About seven powerful secret words, wonders, weapons, and worse, with the power to change the world. For centuries, this order has trusted in keepers and holders to to guard the secrets in seven briefcases against all harm. But when their stronghold is attacked and the secrets put in peril... The entire order must face the greatest fear, an enemy who knows too much and is willing to kill to get whatever he wants. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, see, I didn't even need to read all that. I just know that I'm gonna get this book. 1000% subscribed. And like I said, three covers to choose from, one of which being an FOC. I think that's an FOC variant you are gonna really want. Yeah, I'm not even giving an image, and I know that I'm gonna order it. Let's uh, scoot on up to Dynamite. Um Okay. Yeah, uh it's just more Red Sonja number 3, Killing Red Sonja, I guess. No, yeah. And then Nancy Drew Hardy Boys Death of Nancy Drew number 3 as well. So that's Dynamite. Yeah, I don't know. Um I'm, I'm I'm impartial to Dynamite, really. They they put out a few good titles here and there. They have they hold a couple of IPs that I really enjoy, but for the most part, um it's not that I don't like Red Sonia or Vamparella. It's just that if I were to get into it, with me being a completionist that I am, I would I wouldn't be able to afford any other comics. that's, that's just all there is to it. So yeah, uh, and Dynamite and my my point's not liking Dynamite because of that, or being impartial to Dynamite to be more specific. Uh, it's just because if the, the, they'll put out seventeen covers on issue number eleven, for no fucking reason. Um and it's just kind of annoying, that's all. That's all. That's just me. I'm not saying don't go out and buy killing red sonia, number three. I'm not saying that at all. Nor would I ever say that. And it's just I don't usually talk about dynamite books when there's not something not red sonia or vampiro. You you get what I'm saying here? Let's move on up to W. We've got Crow Lethe Number three of three. Leith Lethe. It's a new Crow dude. It's the third issue of a three-part mini-series. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, and look at that, Peach Momoko. Peach. All right, I'm gonna stop for a second here. Why am I the only one that's not stoked on Peach Momoko? Like, what the fuck is special about Peach Momoko? I just don't get it. It's so. So she knows how to jap. Japanese styley draw? Is that cause that's a term? Uh look at my smart ass judging something. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't I just don't understand the hype around all of her covers, but this is just a cover A, so there you go. There you go. Uh I mean Yeah, I don't know, I just don't get it. This turns everything kind of Asian kind of like art germ in a way. I don't know. Is the new Croatian? Did I miss something? Cuz Tim Seeley didn't draw him Asian. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't feel good about that. G.I. Joe Real American Hero number 273. We got two covers to choose from there. We also, weeze, also have Judge Dredd False Witness number 2 of 4, one cover to choose from. Then we've got Marvel Action Avengers number E11. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna pre order this one just in case we get a full appearance of a Yellow Hulk in this, because there was a cameo in number 10. So I'll pre order it. We'll see. Um, for, we'll probably, we, we won't see the full appearance of Yellow Hulk for 32 issues, and, uh, it'll, it'll come up in like a Mortal She Hulk or something. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, uh, two covers on that one. There you go. My Little Pony Transformers. You heard that right. My Little Pony slash Transformers. Number one of four. Two covers to choose from. This is James Asmus and Ian Flynn along with Jack Lawrence. So this is when Queen's... I was going to say a different word. Chrysalis casts a spell looking for more changelings. Is that what that's supposed to be? Uh, she accidentally interferes with the malfunctioning space bridge. What's this mean for our favorite fillies? Ugh. There are suddenly a bunch of Autobots and Discepticons in Escortia. Nope. Equestria. <laughs> Escortia? What the fuck is wrong with me right now? And as the dust settles, Rarity and our... Uh, see, um, I don't know these goddamn made-up fucking got fucking happy names. I don't know what My Little Pony is. I mean, I obviously know what My Little Pony is, but even having a little six-year-old girl, like, I don't know what the fuck My Little Pony is. So, I, Transformers guy or not, um, um I'm not going to buy into this one. <laughs> but I'm not judging anybody who does by any means. <sighs> oh, we actually have some Dark Horse. Ooh, alright guys, um, important stuff here. We've got the Alien original screenplay. So this is going to be a five-parter from Daniel Bannon. I know that we saw the Alien 3 original screenplay by William Gibson, but this is the Alien original, sc- Regional? original screenplay. Um, alright, so at this point in time, you may or may not be aware, I don't know. Uh, Marvel now owns rights to Alien and Predator Comics. Uh so, with that being said, this will probably be the last alien book you see published by Dark Horse, I'd say for at least ten years. Uh so I would other than the fact that this is a very interesting book that any alien fan should be on, uh I think this is going to be an important book historically, in the name of comics. So, uh yeah, there we go there. I'm gonna Feel a throat that needs a lubricated. Ah, uh, image comics. Image comics, I say. Coffin Bound, number five, one cover to choose from on there. We've got firepower. Uh, number one. Two covers to choose from on here. So it's gonna be a monthly series created by Robert Kirkman and Chris Samney. The one who wields the firepower is destined to save the world, but Owen Johnson has turned his back on that life. He doesn't want the power. He never did. He only wants to spend time with his family and live his life, but unseen forces are at work to make that impossible. Danger lurks around every corner as Owen's past comes back to haunt him. Ew, ew. All right. Um. Alright. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I mean, the, it's a Robert Kirkman book, so you're going to jump on it. Uh, I mean, it actually sounds pretty cool, to be honest. It sounds better in Oblivion Song or uh, some of the later stuff I've tried to read of his. This sounds neat. I like Chris Samney, so there we go. It's not that I don't like Robert Kirkman by any means. It's just yeah, I don't really get into a lot of his books for very long. Let's put it that way. Goddamn Virgin Brides number two. Uh, five one cover to choose from on there. Oh, I don't know, it's just a five parter. Oh, sweet. I'm gonna read it in uh, trade format then. Just but I'm still collecting it single issue. Obviously, it's Jason Aaron, but no. Yeah. We've got Ice Cream Man number 20. Now, there's two covers to choose from on this one, but this this uh, <laughs> what it says four kids in que- question question. Ugh. Quotation marks. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Three fish, four fish. Have some more fish. Five, six fish, fit six fish. Are you sickish? Seven fish, eight fish. It's getting late fish. Nine fish, ten fish. Everyone you love will die, and life is pointless, so why get out of the bed, you little worm, you sick little insect, with your sad flailing arms and creepy crawly legs. My God, I've never seen such a pathetic specimen. How sad... How truly tragic, Redfish, Bluefish. The Childhood Classic by uh, W. Maxwell Prince. <laughs> so, yes, the cover B is an homage to Dr. Seuss. And. <laughs> holy shit. Uh, this is. Alright, guys, if you're not familiar with W. Maxwell Prince's brilliance in horror and comic book storytelling, get familiar. Start with Ice Cream Man. Pick up any issue. Just pick up any issue. It doesn't matter. Uh, start with this one if you have to. You will enjoy it. You will. If you like horror. Uh, if if you're of the faint of heart, you will not enjoy this. Because uh, <laughs> it's... This dude knows how to make you uneasy, man. That's for sure. And, ugh, come on. Uh, Marazzo's uh, art. It's just... Come on. Next up, we've got Moisey. Uh, wait, hold on. Mirka and Dolfo Mercy. Number three. Uh, oh, that's the second printing. My bad. Well, number three. There you go. Second printing. They're also second printed. Negan lives. Um, even though, uh, for my shop, we're sitting on probably 300 fucking copies still. So, <laughs> they're out there. Who the fuck's still ordering them? I don't know. Uh, On the Stump, number four. This is just good stuff, man. That last issue of On the Stump. I know I didn't get the chance to to uh, talk about it in an overview episode because, oddly enough, it was really the only book that I found talkaboutable for that week. So that's why I kind of skipped skipped that episode. It's not out of laziness. It's just out of fact that I'm not going to force content on you. Um, Now, I probably could have gone on for quite some time if I wanted to about On the Stump, but I still couldn't have created an entire episode. Uh, We're just talking about On the Stump for the most part. Fact is, this is great stuff, man. And I find it to be very... uh, Not necessarily relevant as far as political things go, but at the same time, uh, I wouldn't mind it if things were this way. (laughs) Just saying. Uh, Pretty Violent, number 8. That crazy ass book continuing on. We've also got Protector number at uh, number no, no, eh? number five. Uh, yeah, I read that book. Uh, I'm not, but no, yeah. it's got a cool cover that looks like a quote. A cool cover that looks like a quote. Bam. Reaver number ten. I'm reading the fuck out of Reaver. Actually, I take that back. Reaver and On the Stump were the only two books that I found uh, worthy of reading that week. And it was also, to be fair, only indies that week. So there wasn't a whole lot to talk about to begin with. But yeah, I'm not going to keep defending myself here. Reaver's fucking incredible. Issue eight kind of confused me a little bit because they throwing down a lot of lore and I had a screaming baby in my fucking ear. So that was difficult to concentrate on all of that new stuff that we were throwing at. But number nine was, I mean, perfection. Reaver number 9 was perfect. Let's just put it that way. Reaver number 10. Let's hope that the momentum continues on. We've got CX Criminals number 30. Ooh, fuck. God damn it. I'm gonna need to get me a Mountain Dew. Uh, Because Gatorade isn't working. I'm trying to drink Gatorade. Stay hydrated and not die in this 137 degree. It's down to 137 now from 259. Uh, but this is still it's still in any given day of the week. Uh, so Sex Criminals number 30 is coming out. There's a sexy triple X cover. Sonata number 12 is coming out and I am to be understood that shows in development on Netflix. So just kind of saying. And hey guys, come on Brian Haberlin, Let's uh, David Hine, Yeah. Good shit. Then we've got Undiscovered Country, number seven. Uh, admittedly, I kind of fell off on this one. I'm still collecting it, uh, so I mean it is it is on my pull list, ongoing. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm I don't know. I I think I just need to go through and reread the first six issues and kind of get caught up because it was a, just a lot of character introduction and world building and stuff like that. And that does it for the indie FOCs, which are probably the most important. Like, if there's one, if you guys just want to, I mean, I'm not encouraging this by any means, because even the big two stuff, it's it's vital information. But I wouldn't be mad at you if you're just like, okay, fucking, let's get on with next week's books, because really, pre-ordering the indies is the most important thing. The big two, they're gonna print books, uh, and yeah. But with these indies, man. Um, they, they often underprint, so, very, very important, you get in all that, you never know it's gonna be hot these days, and I'm not trying to put the, the FOMO in you by any means, but, uh, I suffer from it greatly, so I just, I just put anything new on my pull list, and I give it a couple of issues, and go from there, so, pre-ordering books, especially when it's a brand new series coming out by, uh, relatively unknown creators, it's, it's, it, it just helps, it just helps, trust me. So, I'm not done with FOCs, though. We are going to talk Marvel. Uh, we're still on the previews world, as far as my my FOC information. Uh, and the importance of that statement. Uh, it's only, like, semi-important. But it'll make more sense here after I'm done with this. Uh, Ant-Man, number four of five. So, it oh, looks like they're continuing on with Ant-Man. And we've got Avengers of the Wastelands, number four of five. This is just a fun book, and I know that something great's gonna fucking spawn out of here. Uh, I mean, that's beyond the greatness that is already, you yeah. know. a fucker! Black Cat number twelve. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's J. Scott Campbell. <sighs> J. Scott Campbell drawing Iron Man. How do I feel about that? Uh It's All right. I'll get that cover. I'll get that cover. I like Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just sound like a fucking halfwit? Uh but there is a fucking sweet variant cover to that. Too. What is that? Oh, I'm speculating like a motherfucker. Alright, so you're going to want to get in on this Black Cat variant, because this is... To my recollection, this will be the first time we see Black Cat and the Iron Man-esque type of armor that's been fitted for her in a cover. I haven't seen that yet. And <clears throat> Scan, or Skawn, as they like to be called, uh, kills it with that, oh man, like the purple... Oh, shit, I'm going to be getting a couple of those. Uh, yeah, and then we've got Captain America, number 21. That fucking, I mean, yeah, we've got Alex Ross A cover, but through 21 issues of Alex Ross doing Captain America, how how many times can I, yeah, go, ooh, that's really good. Uh, however, Patrick Zercher on this Zombies cover. I'm a sucker for a lot of line work. Like really small wispy lines, and ah, uh, Patrick Zercher kills it on the zombie cover. That is incredible. Getting on, uh, Deadpool number six, Kelly Thompson. Oh yeah, all right. So I had Kelly Thompson back on the podcast not too long ago, and I do believe this is the issue that she was talking about that Jeff the Land Shark is going to be fucking shit up with a knife. Just saying, if you're a Jeff the Landshark fan, like I'm a Jeff the Landshark fan, you're fucking excited for Deadpool number six. Not to mention, it's been a great fucking read. It really has been a great read. I don't, yeah. This is, it's kind of a shame we lost Chris Pachalo, but I'm not taken away from Kevin Lebranda by any means, because it's, it's all been good. Chris Pachalo just expansive. As Kelly Thompson explains on the podcast. Go through and find the Kelly Thompson podcast and listen to that. And there also is a fucking fight. uh zombies variant on this one too. So that's cool. That's cool. Who did it? I forgot to tell you that. Koi Fom. Koi Fom. Uh Doctor Strange Surgeon Supreme number six. Uh, yeah, I'm continuing to collect Doctor Strange, but admittedly I kind of fell off of it, so. It is automatically on my FOCs. Uh, I mean, pull list. Empire, number four. And that wraps up, uh, the FOCs from Marvel. Now, I've got a scoot website, so i got to go over to unknowncomicbooks.com to get my FOC information for the 13th of four DC comics, because as you may or may not know. I'm sure you know by now. Uh, DC does not play nice with American Diamond anymore, so they're not going to preview their books, obviously. So i got to find an outside source from Previews World. And guess what? Unknowncomicbooks.com gives me that. Unknowncomicbooks.com does not pay me to say any of this. I'm just saying they're the easiest source for me to find when I Google DC FOCs July 13th. Uh, first things that pop up, and then make my search very easy. So, we've got Batman, number 96. This is where the Joker War begins. There's two covers to choose from there, one of which being a beautiful Francesco Matina cover with Catwoman. Oh my god. Ugh. Uh, then we've got Batman The Adventure Continues, number 3 of a six-parter. I did just jump on that. Mostly for speculation's sake, because there was a first appearance in the second one, but also it took me two issues because I didn't realize that it was Batman Adventures Part Two. So next up, we've got Legend, or I'm sorry, Dark Knights Death Metal Legends of the Dark Knights Number One. I know that's a mouthful. Uh, you're going to want to order this book, uh, probably multiple. It's got important stuff in it. I know that because I know things. It's got important stuff in it. It's going to blow the fuck up. So whether you're a speculator or whether you're just somebody who likes to uh, hold on to history like myself. And when I say like myself, at this point, I kind of go into both realms. (laughs) Uh, Because on account of the auctions I do now. So I have to be on the lookout for that. By the way, uh, shameless plug, uh, auctions on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, Find them on the Cheers to Comics Facebook page, Facebook group. Like and join those places. And 9.30pm Mountain Time, I sell comic books for incredibly stupid low prices. So, hmm. my gift back to you, the listeners. And any listener that pops in, please let me know whether you're bidding on something or not. And uh, I'll make it fun. I'll make it special. So, there we go. Continuing on. uh, Legends of the Dark Knights, number one. You're going to want it. Deceased planet, or dead planet, number two of six. You're going to want it. Uh, Two covers to choose from there. Francesco Mattina. Now we've got Dreaming Waking Hours. So this is a black label. What's going on here? Give me a description. Ooh, it does. A new chapter in the Sandman saga begins with an all new miniseries populated by bases both familiar and new. (laughs) I wasn't purposely going high on that, my voice just uh, gave out. (laughs) One of dreams, Dream's heaviest responsibilities is the creation of nightmares, the beings that haunt our sleep and turn our thoughts towards darkness. In the form of Ruin, the nightmare of catastrophic failure, Dream was certain he'd build his next masterpiece, but Ruin can't help but live in the same name, sending every situation into a spiral of unexpected consequences. Unfortunately, Shakespearean scholar and exhausted new mother, Lindy, has dreamed of Ruin, and in the process she's delivered him into the waking world. Uh, yeah. Who's doing this? Uh, uh, G Willow Wilson and Nick Robles. Right on. Um, lost me at G Willow Wilson, unfortunately. Oh no! I exited out. I gotta type in unknowncomicbooks.com again. And just like that, I'm there. Bam! Making things easy. Making things easy. Wait, hold on. Come on. There we go. Back to being easy. Uh, Continuing on, we've... Oh, and there's two covers to choose from there. Oh, that's the Sienkiewicz cover, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Then we've got Far Sector, number 7 of 12. Two covers to choose from. And we've got the final issue of Harley Quinn, number 75. Yep, 75 issues. That's a hell of a run, guys. 75 issues. And then they're gonna reboot it. There's a cool variant on that. And it's, uh... It's actually pretty neat. It's Punchline, it's Harley Quinn, and it's Frank Cho. That is fucking incredible. That's him doing his uh, Bic work. Oh my god. That is so awesome. That's probably my favorite Frank Cho cover I've seen. That's saying a lot. We've also got Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, number three of four. This is a prestige-covered black-label book. And we've got Justice League, number 50. Oh, hey. I'm into that. And we've got a Wonder Woman, number one, facsimile. Why is there a facsimile to a book that could be found in the dollar bin? I don't know. Uh, okay, maybe not the dollar bin, but... I mean, I've, it's not a hard book to find. Anyway, uh, Young Justice, number 17. Looks like there's two covers to choose from there. And that wraps up the FOCs for the 13th. Now remember, these books are due in to be ordered uh, by the time that your uh, local comic book shop deems that on Monday, the 13th. Books ordered after that or books subscribed to after that, you cannot guarantee yourself. You just can't do it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that does it for the FOCs. I am fixing to take a break here, but real quick before I do, i got to tell you all about Hooked on Comics. Uh, they've been a long sponsor of the podcast for, you know, at this point in time. They come to you on Tuesdays, and they come to you on Saturdays, Tuesdays at 5 Eastern, and Saturdays at 7 Eastern. Eastern, to bring you some of the best auction action NSCLiveTV.com can possibly bring you. Uh, John and Mary and the rest of the gang, they just they know how to slang books, man. They're good at it, and uh, it's, it's, it's just great pricing. They're great people. I highly, highly suggest Hooked on Comics. You find them on NSCLiveTV.com, the Hooked on Comics Facebook page, and the Cheers to Comics Facebook group is always sharing out their feeds. So, Tuesdays, Saturdays, Tuesdays at 5, Eastern, Saturdays at 7 Eastern. Now, I'm going to take a quick break here. I'm going to leave you with this. I'll be right back. I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And, and we're, we're the Grief Burrito podcast. podcast. Do you want to listen to the number one gaming podcast on Podchaser? Of, of course, course you, you do. do. Wait, wait. Is that us? Did you check that? There's comedy, gaming, and movies. Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito, Burrito podcast. podcast. Fuck no, I was <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Back for part two. Uh, yeah, this is the part where I talk about the books that are coming out next Wednesday. Next Wednesday would be the 15th of July. Now. <clears throat> uh, I take a break, and then as soon as I hit record again, I start choking. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm, Matt D is not a sponsor of this podcast. All right, Vault Comics. We've got Engine Ward number one. Now, what is Engine Ward all about? Uh, It's George Mann and Joe Isma. Earth is an ancient myth long forgotten. Now... The word of the godlike celestials is absolute and they rule with brutal efficiency when Joss an engine ward discovers and reactivates the head of an ancient golem golem i've been through this fucking before i read this on the focs cuz i remember stumbling <laughs> over that stupid word she finds all is not as intended yeah, no, uh I'm I'm all about this. This this I mean I'm in, it's, it's a new number one, it's Vault Comics for Shell. Three covers to choose from there, but one of which is the FOC. So I hope you ordered the FOC. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Heist How to Steal a Planet Number six. So uh Oh, you know what? Shit, I thought this was gonna be a mini series and six issuer. So, I've been holding off on reading it. Uh, no, nope, seems to be ongoing. Uh, hey, I, the first issue I read of this was fucking kick-ass. It really was. Uh, next up. From Vault, we scoot on up. to scout. And we've got the alert. Nope, we've got... Oh, let me change my filters here. There we go. It eats what fades it number one Max Hovind and Aaron Crow. so in this grimy horror romp Francois a stunning middle-aged woman has developed a worsening affliction and seeks a young caretaker to upkeep her lavish Creole mansion deep in the mystic Bayou of Louisiana Kenny a teenage halfwit <laughs> wit for a summer job stumbles right to her doorstep free rent free meals high pay easy work And a provocative boss. What's there for Kenny to refuse? Well, there's the blood-covered kitchen spilling all over the raw meat and the bolt-locked, steel-plated attic door he's restricted access to. Are these red flags worth the risk of missing out on a wild summer romance? Dude, thousand percent yes. Thousand percent yes on this. Uh, That just sounds incredible. Uh Owen murder hobo beaten broken and buggered alright This sounds awesome This uh, who's drawing this this art style seems very familiar. Jason Lynch It's very kinda Rick and Morty like Kind of adventure timey in a way. I don't know Joseph Schmalky, writing it in the lands of high adventure brave bands of heroes undertake dangerous quests in search of fame and fortune the exploits of these fearless explorers who dare delve into the deepest of dungeons will be sung about by the bards for eons this is not their story no this is a tale of what happens when ill intentioned group when an ill in, what? when ill-intentioned groups of would-be adventurers recruit the wrong kind of hero, the dreaded (laughs) murder-hobo. Selfish assassins who thrive on illicit acts of unprovoked bursts of violence, these agents of chaos can foil even the best laid plans. Follow the exploits of Drunko and Nympho, a pair of murder-hobos with different methods but the same goal to keep the loot all for themselves. One trillion percent yes uh, all about this. I really, really hope that I pre-ordered this. Anything that has the word hobo or murder in the tile title is usually gonna automatically draw me to it. but uh yeah, yeah, I don't know I, I hope I ordered the fuck out of that. And then I've got Rich's back on my pull list. I fell off for just one issue. I, I read issue one and thought this is super cool. Uh, this is going to be a six-issue miniseries we're checking out. Turns out it's ongoing, and Netflix is making this a thing. So I'm way the fuck back on this. I need to catch up. James E. Arroche and Salo Farias. So, yeah, man, this is this is just good stuff. It, it, this is it's fun. It's just fun. Scout. Bringin' the fucking thunder this week. Bringin' the thunder. Uh, from Scout, we go to Oni. We go to Oni. Uh, and we've got Rick and Morty Go to Hell, number two. So this is actually an ongoing. This isn't a Rick and Morty Presents type of situation. This is, in fact, an ongoing. And I kinda... Uh, I, I miffed it on adding this one to my pull list. Because I don't have any Rick and Morty on my pull list anymore. Or maybe I will a bird person. That's probably just a one-shot, though. Uh, from Oni, we go to Antarctic Press. It's in the Antarctic. Where the fuck is it? No it's on here. There it is. Uh, off-world. Sci-fi. Double feature. Number one. Uh, I mean, number two is what I mean to say. Alright, cool. CJ Hudson and MLS Weech and Igor Wolski and Colin Fogel. Uh, that's a neat costume. No censors. I mean, I guess... Hmm. I... F- uh, I mean... <laughs> you're just gonna have to see for yourself. I don't have words. Okay, I'll say it. Nipple. Uh, There you go. Uh, ba-da, 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 ba-da. I mean it's kind of there aftershock aftershack we've got Artemis and assassin number three I'm not reading this one, but for those of you that are here's your reminder and then we've got undone by blood number four so well it's already on number four Jesus Christ I feel like this book just came out there you go that's aftershock now we've don't have action lab we've got boom we've got boom. Uh Faithless number two. Yeah, there's some sexy covers there for sure. Jesus Christ. Even cover I mean golly. Uh Jim Henson Tor Crystal Age Resistance. Number nine. Two covers to choose from. And we've got the mightiest of Morphin Power Rangers, number fifty-one. Uh, two covers on this one, with one of which being a foil or wraparound variant, and that's Rita holding the Green Ranger's helmet. And we've got Once in Future number nine, as well as Red Mother number six. So those are your Boom books, your Boom Boom books, um, and almost literally with this Faithless too. Like those are definitely uh, Boom Boom books. They're they're doing Boom Boom right on the cover. Uh, continuing on, (laughs) how fucking old am I? I'm in my thirties? Uh, uh, IDW Publishing. We've got Disney Comics and Stories number 13. We've also got Snake Eyes Dead Game number one. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 definitely. Definitely gonna be all up in this, cause I hear that there's some, uh, There's some characters to choose, or some characters to choose from. Some new characters coming about. so I'm distracted by the fact that they actually let Rob Liefeld do two covers. (sighs) Both covers. Ugh. 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 Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Too long a sacrifice, number one. Two covers to choose from there. We've got Scott Tipton and Denton J. Tipton, along with Greg Scott. Alright, we've got a data. It's some Data. Data, if I've ever seen one. Or is it? I don't know. No, never mind. Uh, I don't do Star Wars. Or Star Trek. Oh my gosh, did I just do that? I do do Star Wars. I don't do Star Trek. What is going on there? I don't know what that is. Uh, Constable Odo. Okay. Alright. So apparently Constable Odo looks like Data if his face melted. Right on. Uh, Star Wars Adventures, number 32. Two covers to choose from there. Then we've got some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the ongoing series, number 106. 105 was fucking badass. And it's definitely setting up some shit. For show. And then we've got a little four-parter in the Transformers universe. Not involving little ponies that... Ugh. uh Transformers 84, Secrets and Lies, number one. Said four-part series, two covers to choose from. There, what the fuck. Ah, uh, there's a little fucking idiot outside blowing a goddamn whistle. Fucking choke on it. Image Comics, 20XX number five, and then we've got Die 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 number eleven, and then we've got Family Tree number seven. You know, I'm kind of just flying through these, because I'm not really reading any of them. I did actually read issue one of Family Tree. And I'm regretting that I didn't continue on with it. Because I picked it up on a whim. And I bought it off the shelf. I didn't pre-order it. So, I just... I guess after I read it, I just assumed that I had pre-ordered it. And then when issue two didn't show up, and there was none on the shelf for me. You know, it's a bummer. So... Yeah, family tree was really cool though. From what I have read of it. And then we've got Gideon Falls, number twenty-three. It was Jeff Lemire and Sitch. Uh, let's see. What are they doing here? An image, giant size artist proof, Oblivion song number one. Okay, twenty-dollar price tag on that. It's a little ambitious. Ludocrats, number three of five. Issue one was fucking crazy. One might even say, ludicrous. Uh, Moonshine, number 19. That's happening. And then we've got Old Guard Force Multiplied, number 5. I guess that's really popular. But Image has a big milestone book. And we've got the 250th issue of Savage Dragon. Uh, it's a ten-page, or a ten-dollar book. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven covers to choose from. One of them is a blank. One of them... Well, we just won't talk about. But, uh... I mean, four of them for sure. Four of them got some pretty, you know, cool art on them. One of them, though... Ugh. I don't like that guy. Ugh. I don't like that guy. Uh, I... (laughs) Nope, record's not broken. I just really don't like that guy. Uh pa-da, that does it for the Indies. Um, not a whole lot on my pull list, but there's definitely some number ones that I'm intrigued on. For sure. Now let's move on into the big two. Let's see what we have coming out here. Does Marvel have anything? Marvel has some stuff. We've got I Wolver- twenty twenty I Wolverine, number one of two. So, peep game. Go back and read what if uh X-Men, whatever, Uh, what was that fucking, I don't know, it's got a super bright colorful cover, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, fuck, it was the the last, what, it it just had some weird, I don't know, it's the first I Wolverine, essentially, and yeah, he's playing a part here in the uh, Iron Man 2020 event, so I'd be all about that, yo. Amazing Spider-Man number 44. Two covers to choose from there. Is that a zombie? That's a zombie. Uh, I... Only... Only. Only because Rhino's on it and the, like, very distant background would I pick up this book. And even then, I don't... I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Tony. Tony Daniel. But I don't really sense a zombie vibe on this at all Like we're Yeah, I don't know. I'm not getting zombie out of this. I'm just getting spider-man fighting some angry Rogues, that's all I'm just saying uh, Looks like they're gonna have like a hidden variant too. I don't know. I don't know Up they've got a vendor number 34. Um. Oh, dude, I'm so fucking pumped for Avengers. <laughs> uh, Moon Knight. Enough said, right? I didn't mean to make that rhyme. We've got Captain Marvel number seventeen. Oh yeah. Uh, possible first appearance taking place in there. Two covers to choose. Oh, I see what they're doing. The on sale Wednesday. That's literally what the cover is. It's it's a jab at DC. They're printing. Wednesday variants. That's what that is. Uh, yeah, it just says on still Wednesday. That's essentially them saying not on Tuesday, DC, you kicks. Conan. battle for the Serpent Crown, number three of five. Two covers to choose from there. And now Empire officially begins. Empire number one of the six-part Earth-Shattering series. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, uh, I'm skeptical. But I've heard good things so far. So I hope, I hope, I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Just give me good. I don't need great. I don't need War of the Realms. I don't, yeah. I I just, give me, give me okay. Give me okay. Give me something that matters more than anything. And 62,487 covers to choose from there. And the most marvelous of fashions. Jesus Christ. Uh, Fantastic Four number 21. Three covers to choose from there. We've got a Wednesday variant and a Marvel's Zombies variant. What's going on here? Are we Are looking zombified? I mean, how do you zombify the Hulk? Or the Hulk? Jesus Christ. I'm gonna punch myself in the face. Sorry. I got you. Uh, the thing. Yeah, apparently you don't really. However, the zombification going on for Fucking Mr. Fantastic is out of this world. That is, I love that. That is great. That is a great cover, man. Maybe the best zombie cover so far. And let's see. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! So many. One, two, three, four, five five four, five. Five fucking covers for that book. Five. You're gonna give me five covers for Fantastic Four number twenty-one. What are you, fucking dynamite? Ugh. I get it. We're theming covers right now, but... Oh, man. Uh, giant size X-Men Magneto. Three covers to choose from. Oh, we're back with Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Super stoked for Guardians of the Galaxy. Three covers to choose from. What's this zombie variant look like? Alright. That's actually pretty good. Miko Suyon. I've never seen Miko do color before. I prefer grayscale for Miko, but that is still absolutely out of this world. That, 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 that's amazing. Right on. And then and then we've got Immortal Hulk number 35 thought 34 was probably one of my favorite issues of the run so far, so hopefully 35 picks up with that pace. We've got Spider-Woman number 2. And, let's see. Hawthorne villain variant. What do we... Uh, four covers for Spider-Woman. I guess we really can't count the Wednesday variant one, but still. Uh, I mean, it's her versus Juggernaut, which is always going to be cool, but... What is the theme there? Villain variant? Okay. The zombie one's cool. Ben Oliver kills it on that zombie. Ben Oliver has so many different fucking styles, man. It's hard to pinpoint his art. Oh, we've got Strike Force number 8. All about that. <laughs> they didn't even give that one a Wednesday variant. Jeez, no love for Strike Force. And then we've got Venom number 26. Mm <clears> hmm. <throat> oh, yeah. All about this book. Super pumped for fucking Venom. Super pumped. And that wraps up uh, Wednesday's releases for Marvel. Now I've got to go over to LeagueOfComicGeeks.com to bring me the DC books coming out next week. Uh, we're gonna start with, and these are in no particular order. Apparently, uh, I haven't figured out that they're they're they hold on issue sorting most pulled? How about alphabetically? No. Uh. Uh. I'll go fucking whatever. Um. All right. Let's just start with Nightwing. We've got Nightwing number seventy-two. Stoked on Nightwing. Uh. We've got. Uh, actually, I'm really stoked on Nightwing seventy-two to be perfectly honest. Then we've got Justice League number forty-nine. I've got to catch up on Justice League. That one week that it misshipped really threw me off. I've got Aquaman, number 61. And then Teen Titans, number 43. (sighs) It's disappointing how few DC books I'm actually subscribed to. I am subscribed to Strange Adventures, but I'll be reading this one once it hits that 12-issue mark. And then I'll just buy it again and trade. And then do that. Um, Alright, now Dark Knight's Death Metal, number 2. This book gonna be hot, guys. I mean, hot. I uh, pre-ordered three or four of them. It's just, it's gonna be great. I don't, um, I don't no. It's gonna be big. Just saying. Catwoman number twenty-three. All right, cool. Not reading Catwoman, but there you go. Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. That twelve-parter be coming to an end. And then from uh, the the Hill House Comics and Black Label. We've got Daphne Byrne number six. That's coming to an end, I believe, and then that's a that's coming close to wrapping up all of the uh, um, Hill House books right now. And then, last but not least, from DC, we've got Metal Men number eight. So uh, this is Dan DiDio still continuing on to to write comics for DC, even though he was fired. But yeah, uh, the script was probably already finished. What are you going to do? Guys, that wraps up next week's books. The, the pull list priorities for the week of the 15th. Remember to get your FOC orders in on the 13th. I cannot stress that enough. That's so important. It really is. Uh, what's also equally as important is uh, leaving five-star reviews and sharing out this show and telling another comic book friend of yours you know maybe you don't know that they listen to podcasts we're just like hey this guy fucking comic books you want to hear some fucking idiot talk about comic books check out your and that easy see i just did it, it was that easy then you don't have to think about the sentence uh <laughs> just leave five star reviews guys let's let's get this podcast shared out let's let the masses know the you know i'm fucking here to bring you the knowledge man the info make sure you guys don't miss out on anything uh, also, join Patreon, patreon.com slash cheers to comics My patrons, oh, I love you so. Uh, I will be posting uh, an episode... I, let's see, I just talked with uh, a feller that worked on some deceased. Mm-hmm. So, I will be uh, <laughs> posting that episode up early and ad-free within the... I mean, very, very, very soon, actually. Very soon. And only... Only patrons will be able to uh access that episode until I decide to air it for the public. Who knows how long I could wait on that? You never know. I'm a fucking lunatic. So, uh <laughs> Guys, support your local comic book stores every way you can, and that is ordering books, pre-ordering books. Um, yeah, it's just it's the safest thing. It's the safest thing to keep them going. Making sure books are in your hands. Can't stress that enough. Now, uh, I am going to ask you, slods to read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.